everybody, welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew, and now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of uh, Campus Comics Cast. This is actually a landmark for us of sorts, episode number 40, 40. I thought it was because of a guest. No, yeah, well, there is a guest here as well, a first time after many invites to be on the show. But we're coming to you from inside Campus Comics here on Main Street in Carbondale, Illinois, as usual. And this is our previews episode. We'll be taking you on our monthly trip through the March 2019 previews um, all for a product that begins shipping in May of 2019. If you hear anything that we speak of that we'd like to get more information about, just uh, I have to have my order in by March 28th, I think, is the cutoff for this month. So just to need, need to know about it by then. So if you hear anything, give us a call. Um, to join us on this trip, for got uh, myself, Mike No, owner-operator here at Campus Comics, and we also have the regulars, Scott Reed and Dan Brown. And for the first time, and not to most of you out there, but not the first time I haven't had a snarky comment mentioned about. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's so. been here in spirit for yeah. all previous thirty-nine episodes. But uh, glad to have uh, Matt Martin join us today. Most of you know Matt from having worked at the store for several years, and uh, as you know, it should be. Uh, an entertaining and lively show with Matt here. <laughs> so, all right. So with that, we're going to jump right in. Anything you want to say, Matt, about how thrilled you are to be here? I'm anything? very happy to be here. I'm happy to have a voice. He almost bailed yesterday. I had no voice, but uh, I'm here, such as it is. Dulcet tones and all. There you go. So anyway, let just want to jump right in on the uh, December, or um, the DC. DC. Yep. DC. And there this is go. the March catalog for items shipping in, in May. In May. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. I guess I guess uh, because it's been an issue for you in the past, right? So when the inside front cover, we've got that DC's going to separate the catalog, the preview, their DC previews okay. from previews. So like so, you can individually order oh, extra copies. At least that's nice. how I read that. Okay. Is that is that how that actually is? I I will cop to the fact that I did not read that. Oh, inside okay. Cover well, there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should look into that. I, I just looked at it yeah. and thought, I don't think I've ever read the inside know, cover. Right? It's just like, what's the first book That's here? That's not fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, that would be great because, you know, Marvel, you can get all you want, you know, yeah. the, the other stuff. But you were always just tied to however many copies of the big book you ordered mm -hmm. to get the DC. But if you can get order additional, that's, that's great. And we will do so. <laughs> So, other than that, are we jumping in right on to page one? I think so. I think most of us have it marked. So, yeah. we're getting the third Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. And you read these. Have you read the other yeah, two? Yeah, I've read. First yeah. two, Matt, have you been keeping up with these? Or? I haven't. I, I confess I did not read it. I wish I had because James Tenion writes them, and I think he yeah. does a pretty good Batman. Mm -hmm. And also, I got a little bit of a nostalgic memory for the Ninja Turtles from the 80s. Right. So, yeah. I definitely should have, but I, I sadly did not. Yeah, this was when they first did the first one, I kept thinking, this... Why wasn't this out when I was ten? Yeah. You know, I haven't been all about this. I mean, they're still good, and I think it is. You know, Freddie E. Williams. He's worked on Robin a couple times and done some Batman work and stuff. But I think this is really like I think he's really into this. Yeah, and you, you know, know, he keeps coming back for this crossover. Everybody book. that I know that's read them that like both properties or having or don't, they just say they're good. They're yeah. good reads. You know, pretty good with all the characters. So and very covered by Eastman too, which is really a kind yeah. of a nice touch. That's, yeah, yeah, that's it a nice is. Touch. Page two, you got Batman Last Night on Earth, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, probably one of the 
few like highlights of the of the new 52 mm-hmm. but uh um, i guess it's like a, supposed to be like a last batman type story right but, yeah uh, apocalyptic future there right? you go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, i think uh, snyder said this is the last thing they're doing together on batman oh really, really? yeah it's the, it's the end of their there. era together gotcha <laughs> no, 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 I'm like, go, go ahead. ahead i'm sorry I'm just gonna, is this a black label book we're actually going to yes. get oh <laughs> uh, well, we'll see well you'll <laughs> yeah. get it eventually i'm curious <laughs> i'm curious about two things one they took it down in the size. It's a $6. I think it's mm-hmm. a smaller, more of a comic format this time, right? Is it oversized? Oh, I don't know. It just you says never prestige know. Format. It says 56 pages. Uh-huh. I mean, prestige format, I would think that means normal trim size. Yeah, trim yeah. Size. I think it's yeah. just right. hard stock cover. Right. Right. Yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine everything is going to be the size right. that damn. Batman yeah. Damn is no. 7 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, something like that. But the thing I'm most curious about is... How black label is this black label book? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, did this need to be black label, or are we trying to justify the label existing at this point? Yeah, I right. view I view it as because people want to buy it anyway. It's just it's, it's, an El- it's gonna be an Elseworlds story. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of how I view black label anymore. Is things that are outside the regular yeah. DC continuity, be yeah, older, just reprinting mm-hmm. previous stuff that's been out yeah. there. Now, when I glance at that cover, though, at the, I thought he was holding a Green Lantern. Yeah. Lantern. Uh, that's uh, such a nice touch. And then you yeah, then you realize you get up close, you had to zoom in on. I was like, oh, that's the Joker's head. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought was, is this only Black Label because there's a severed head talking to him? I mean, that's like some be. 50s EC stuff, right? right. Like the yeah. severed head was mm-hmm. the thing that killed EC. Mm-hmm. Page All four. Right. Who's going to talk about page four? What are your uh, thoughts on this, Mike? Yeah, same old, same old. No, nah, I don't Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it, potential for being good, I guess. You know, just doing a bunch of one-shots, DC's Year of the Villain. Uh, you know, with the cream of the crop as far as the talent and everything, we'll just see how it how it all plays it's, out. It's know? everybody that sells a book at that company other than Tom King, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's uh, and it's like the DC Nation one for this year. Oh right, so, yeah, right. Right. and it's, it's yeah. going to show up what like a week or actually you no, know, the, week the week of, of the week of the week Wednesday day. before free comic free comic book day. So, it's so to answer situation. your question, Matt, yes, I will probably order a crazy crazy number of these in order because yeah. with that price point, you can afford yeah. to order five hundred copies. You know, so I can well, get the variants. I did see the thing too, where you know we could get the store's ad on the back cover. Okay, but again, that's ordering five thousand right. copies. Yes, I probably won't be <laughs> could we, for that. Could we even get through five thousand copies before the next thing comes out? I next don't year? think so. <laughs> I don't you think know? so. If we gave one to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, people would be getting or, sick of looking at them. Yeah, <laughs> we still have piles of that DC Nation, but there, like a full, yeah. almost a full box left. Oh yeah, oh wow, those, yeah. There was two hundred fifty in a box, so we haven't even given two hundred fifty of those. So this away. is a quarter book. Are we going to be giving this away like we did yeah, the DC Nation will. last year? So, yeah, yeah, on free comic book day. And I actually really love that. My my point that I want to bring up with this is. I think DC always pitches these quarter books as a great way to get new readers on them, and I think that's insane <laughs> because. Nobody that doesn't read comics is going to come in for a quarter book and then come back for a five dollar book next yeah. week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're like, hey, hey, Dad, I want to read DC's Year of the Villain. Oh, a quarter? That's fantastic. <laughs> and then what's the next one? It's five dollars. <laughs> like that's going to be a hard no if Dad was coming in for the quarter book. But I do think it's a really fantastic thank you from DC to their fans that they kick off their events every year with a quarter book. I think it's really cool. And I think the variant covers. That's great. Like normally, you see a one in five hundred, and you're going to roll your eyes because that's a hard yeah. hurdle to yeah. leap, right? But when the book is a quarter dollar, a quarter retail, mm-hmm. uh, wholesale is not bad, guys. All right. So that's that's you know fairly achievable, even for a smaller shop than us. Yeah. So to to get that amount, because I mean, you're talking about what if you order five hundred books, your you know your my cost is going to be less than eighty dollars, you yeah. know, for five hundred yeah. books, and 
you know, without getting hard on the numbers so you know what it cost me. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, secret. Somebody other than calculator right yeah. now. I'm trying to figure yeah. out what Mike's <laughs> margins are. Well, actually, right. yeah, well, actually. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but you can do that. And then with with that, you know, with a one or five, you could probably sell that book mm -hmm. just enough to cover your cost. Yeah. You know, so that's why this is doable. Which is I mean, you got a lot. You got boxes and boxes of books laying around, but. You can do that. So but I think putting them out for free comic book day like you do and then just giving them away yeah. as if they're supposed to be free, they effectively are. Like yeah, you they said, sure once they you are. They're cheaper variants, than right. the free comic book day books. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, and, and generally <laughs> so, speaking, better. Better? Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do the bait and switch like they did last uh, year. That was kind of my issue with the DC Nation book. Yeah. Because they had the blank cover, which would have obviously been that. Yes. But it turned out to be a reprint of the DC Superhero Super Girls, Girls, right? Yeah. That are top which we gave away a ton of those books, too. Top but Secret. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Top secret really? top, top reprint. Just reprint book. Page page six. I just I just realized that it didn't have the first E in DC. Oh, you just, mm -hmm. oh, I yeah. just mm -hmm. wow. Clever. So, yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I saw that the other day when Tom Taylor was kind of talking about this on Twitter, and he showed some preview art for it and stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah. am I missing something on the horror movie variant? What's that? A, what's that? It. A, it. It. It's oh, it. yeah. Like yeah. that reference there like, with the course. Joker. But yeah, DC. I'd love to say. I just realized it was a balloon. Balloon. Right. <laughs> it's Robin and Joker in a red balloon. Yeah. I'd love to say that I'm going to pass on it because I think it's you not won't. a particularly great franchise. It's not a great idea for a comic. But I look at that Capullo cover and I'm like, that's pretty. I need that. And then I look at that <laughs> horror variant and I think, oh, I have to have that. <laughs> right. So, it feels like it's going to be Walking Dead, though. Batman and Walking Dead is oh, what it feels like. Yeah. Man. I saw somebody yeah. said it's just Marvel zombies, but DC. Yeah. 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 And, you know, well, I'm like. that what we got with Blackest Night? Just because they couldn't, you know. Yeah, but Blackest yeah. Night was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I mean, Marvel <laughs> zombies was pretty good for a while, too. For a while, yeah. 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 But, you know, but the other thing, the other thing, too, with this deceased is it's so far we've only seen superheroes fighting zombies mm -hmm. are we actually going to get superhero zombies in this though right mm -hmm. you know i would think uh, they would at some point like how do you not but but we kind of did the blackest night yeah right, for as they sure. were bringing back the black lanterns and all that stuff so gotcha all right page eight we got batman and the outsiders one this is a re-solicit right yeah mm -hmm. because they really need to get black lightning back in the dc universe because the tv show's pretty good mm -hmm. so they need to have him out there someplace for people to come in and ask for it so i can't wait until we find out what the story behind that was a couple of years from now because mm -hmm. brian hill is basically right. leaving the comic business i don't know if you knew that or not oh yeah um and uh, allegedly it's over uh, behind the scenes issues about getting Batman and the Outsiders out. That's oh, what really? it to be. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. He he is still doing a Vertigo book, which I'll bring up in just a minute, and it's really good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he is he's basically huh. wrapping his his mainstream comic work up. I'm just going to point out that number nine, page nine, the Dear Justice League looks fantastic. If you have a kid, um, especially a middle schooler, I think it looks really great. I'm going to get it for my niece and my nephew. Mm -hmm. um, it's just got a really great art style. Um, it looks like it belongs on Cartoon Network, to be honest. <laughs> uh, and I think if you read like the description of um, of basically it's it's middle school kid writing middle school kids writing questions into the Justice League and having them answer things about their childhood. I think that's a really great high yeah. concept. And I this can't is, believe they haven't done that before. Yeah, and is this this is the artist from Bizarro? I think yes, that's right. Yeah, yep. I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. many from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, it says it right there in the solicit. Sorry. Yep, yeah. you're right now. Yeah. After mm -hmm. that, on ten and eleven, we're kind of wrapping up the Terminus agenda, Deathstroke, Teen Titans crossover, and so we get Scott's answer. This is how many parts it yeah. is, and I still don't know how many parts it is. <laughs> it's six. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, the ads, the ads for that came out in last week's book. Oh, okay. Books listed as a six part. Six crossover. part. Okay. But again, yeah. that's the first time I think they've said. Yeah, because I lost count. I don't think it even says here. So, yeah. So that you remember how many issues have been solicited before, I still didn't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, on twelve, we've got Dog Days of Summer number one. Looks like this is the summer special. 
featuring uh, some stories crypto about the and crypto and bat cow, bat cow. and beast boy and things. So s- some of the animals taking center stage here, apparently. You <laughs> had me at bat cow. I know, <laughs> I know right? Page uh, 13, final issue of Heroes uh, in Crisis. I still don't know if I'm going to read this or not. Oh, man, it's so good. Is it? Uh, I love it. Okay. I love it. All right. <laughs> I love it. I know you guys skipped it last time. Do we want to talk about Heroes? And I said in my car, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> I love that cover, man. That that A cover is is legit. I love that. The two versions of Wally, the one looking down and the one staring right at the reader. It's just gorgeous. Um, you know, I have my theories, which we will not get into, mm-hmm. but... I, I, I love it. I, I, I like that Tom King in general uh, treats superheroes as humans, which I think is something DC doesn't do very well a lot. DC has a tendency to write their heroes as if they were your dad in a costume. <laughs> they're always right and they're always good. Um, and I think it's one of the things that's always been Marvel's strength is, is writing more fallible heroes. And I think Tom King writes them like, like Batman would be a messed up individual if he had endured <laughs> all of this in his life, right? So uh, I'm always a fan. I'll probably get the trade, but it's so good. Okay, I'm gonna trust you on it. I'm gonna trust you on it. So I don't have anything else till 22. Do you guys have anything before? Okay, now 14. I'm not actually interested on what's on page 14. Mm -hmm. However, it does mention in the copy that there's going to be a Jimmy Olsen book Mm -hmm. written by Matt Fraction. Mm -hmm. So that actually is more interesting to me than anything else. Does it also say the Lois Lane by Greg Rucka? Oh. No, it does not. Yeah, no, it does. Oh, yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, I'm. I like. I've liked Bendis' run so far. I think the Leviathan stuff is way better than the Rogal Czar stuff. I think that's mm-hmm. just sort of is that his in, second anybody. arc Leviathan? Yeah. Well, he's been doing mostly Leviathan in action, and the Rogal Czar stuff in oh, Superman. Okay. Superman is a bit more of the just straight up. Superman punches stuff, Punch, yeah. kind of things, and it just feels like anybody could have written it. If you if you gave me Superman and didn't tell me it was Brian Bendis, I would never have guessed that was a Brian Bendis book. Mm-hmm. But I think I probably would have guessed it on action, which is where the Leviathan stuff's been going on. But yeah, like if I weren't already a fan, which I mm-hmm. am, the 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 Fraction Jimmy Olsen so, and the Rucka Lois Lane, oh man, that's that's like heaven. <laughs> I'm at page 20, so as well. So, guys, I'm going to go. drop in at 17 then go. and say that American Carnage by Brian Hill is fantastic. This should be the it's the beginning of a new arc, so the first trade should be out shortly around this time. Uh, it is very good. Without waxing too much into politics, I will say that it is a very timely book. <laughs> it is about uh, white nationalists and about the FBI, and it, it's it's really good. It's an art by Leandro Fernandez. Uh, but if you have read Brian Azzarello's 100 Bullets, it looks a lot like the art. It looks like Eduardo Hizzo's art, which if you remember that from either when he did Batman or from 100 Bullets, it's really gritty. It's really dark. It looks like a film noir, um, but it works really, really well. Heavily inked, but very good. <laughs> On a, we're I was 20. 20 so. Okay, oh, page 20, got Batman 70. I, I don't know why, but like Flashpoint was like a much maligned uh, you know, miniseries, but for me, it was a huge surprise at the end of that first issue when we got we got Thomas Wayne Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was literally stunned reading that, and here we have, and we, it's been hinted at in the Batman series by Tom King that Flashpoint Batman is going to show up. Mm-hmm. So here, is, as far as I know, this is the first issue where he's actually showing up, unless I just am forgetting something. He was in the background of a couple uh, of shots uh, when they the showed Bane on his throne. Uh, he, was yeah, 50, he was there, yeah, mm-hmm. which we've kind of blocked out issue fifty yeah, a little bit, yeah. except for that last scene. Mm-hmm. So he's been hinted. That's why I meant by he's been hinted at a little bit. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm super excited for this too. I, I'm, I'm enjoying Nightmares. I know there's some folks online think it's a little meandering. I feel like they really put the Nightmares arc in to give Mikkel Janin and Mitch Garretts and some people time to catch up. Um, I know King said the other day on Twitter that he had just sent his um, outlines into DC for the final 30 issues of his run. Wow. So he's lining up his artists, but man, I'm super excited. 
to get to uh, to this night, the the arc post nightmares, fallen the fallen, and the variant covers are fan freaking fantastic too. <laughs> on <clears throat> on page twenty two, we've got Batman Beyond thirty two, a uh, really nice cover by Chris Somney on here, doing some DC stuff. Let's get him on a book. Yeah, Why yeah, is really. he doing a regular book? Legion of Superheroes. Know? That's exactly. <laughs> what I was going to say was please give me Legion of Superheroes, <laughs> which I will bring Legion of Superheroes up and again in a minute. Okay. I promise. Yeah. I have a theory. Uh, after that, we've got Batman Damn number three, resolicited. Mm-hmm. So. We'll Hopefully see. that'll come out then. We'll see. They took all the man parts out of it, you guys. <laughs> all of them. And they're... Okay, is it late? Well, it's later on there. I'll wait till later. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 32 is my next thing. Okay, yeah, me too. I was just going to say, Doomsday right, Clock well. next issue. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah we'll see when it <laughs> actually makes breath. it. But penultimate epi- uh, issue, so yeah. we're getting yeah. close to the end, so we can talk about the last six at some point in the near future. <laughs> on uh, page 34, we've got the start of Flash Year One. Mm-hmm. Uh, has there not been a Flash Year One before? Yeah, no. there has. But oh, I mean, like, okay. call Flash there Year has. Oh, has there? Yeah, but I, okay. think, I think it was for Wally okay. back in the uh-huh. 90s. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, Barry's, you know, is here, and we've got Howard Porter coming back doing the art. I'm getting this. Howard Porter on Flash, I'm always going to buy. Yeah. I think he's a great artist. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Well, he draws the Flash really well, he draws yeah. movement really yeah. well. Yeah. Hey, is there something going on with like Godspeed as being a character that's going to show up in like a movie or TV? Cause I know I think the there's first been a rumor that he may be in the Flash movie, movie? now, okay. but oh, they've yeah. they've gone through so many different. Well, you you know, seeing some there's some movement on the first issue of Shoot. Flash from Rebirth as far as its value oh, going yeah. up okay. a little bit. I mean, it's, it's hit like I I've mean, seen like twenty twenty five bucks on that first issue. Thing is though, too, it's like eventually you'd think they'd get to him in the show. Yeah, you know, that's true as too, much yeah. as many speedsters as they go through <laughs> on there, you know, eventually they'll need another one. Well, they just been right recycling the originals back in. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'll stop us on the next page on thirty seven. Um, if you're not reading Freedom Fighters, man, that book is fantastic. It would be really easy to overlook it because it, I, I cannot really in good conscience say this is a book that needed to be on the shelf but i bought it anyway because i like robert vendetti and i like eddie barrow's art and it's it's really great it feels very jsa not mm-hmm. just because eddie barrow's did some jsa art before but also um it's golden age characters um it's got that whole thing about passing the legacy on and it's really great it's it's a world where the uh, nazis won world war ii mm-hmm. and it's not really a concept we haven't heard before no. <laughs> um, but it has some really cool stuff in it i showed mike the first issue i can't believe this hasn't been thought of before they have plastic men and the s is an ss <laughs> and they're like they're like the secret yeah. police for the new nazi regime they use plastic men everywhere and it's just been a really fun book good superhero stuff well, keeping going with Robert Vendetti on page 41, we've got Hawk Man number 12 kind of wrapping up the first year of stories here, and it's been really good. I'm really looking forward to this issue. How much do you love the Kryptonian version of Carter's I name? Love Is that, that not brilliant? It's so good. I love that design, though, too. Yeah, the I, too. I really love that outfit. I really want an action figure of that. I feel like, and I don't mean this to sound negative about it. I'm not saying it's not a great arc. I feel like the entire story arc is based on him saying, man, Katar Hall sounds almost like a Kryptonian name. <laughs> right. And then he was like, hey, that's a great idea. And they yeah. spun it out. I mean, I love the arc. I think it's been a great book so far. I'm completely yeah. with you. And again, I was naysaying on Brian Hitch from the first issue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, three issues. Who'd have thought? According to this, he's he getting to 12. He couldn't do an ultimate issue a I, quarter back I in know. the day. And he's knocking out Hawkman every month. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of lead time they had or whatever, but... You know, he's getting it done, so... <laughs> a decade. It was actually yeah. supposed to be a new 52 book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on 46, we've got Justice League Dark. I just want to point out this really nice Clayton Crane uh, Wonder Woman variant cover they're doing. He does a lot of Marvel stuff, so it's mm-hmm. kind of nice seeing him de- do DC now and then. He's one of those guys, too, that 
his stuff's just going up. He's getting pretty hot. He does a lot of variants, and those yeah. variants go get pretty high in the secondary market. Dan, do you read Justice League Odyssey? No. It took a big, big uptick for me when Abnett came on this last issue. I liked Dan Abnett a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought the book was pretty mediocre for the first four or five issues. But I will say, the younger dark side in it has a thing in it. It's not a mother box. He has one called an other box. <laughs> it's the negative energy version of the mother oh, yeah. box, and that's brilliant. I can't yeah. believe nobody thought of that before. <laughs> but the Dan Abnett issue, his first one was this last week, and it's really good. It was a lot mm-hmm. better. I also feel like there's probably a decent chance that this ties into some bigger stuff in DC later. I know they kind of promised that when they yeah. relaunched the Justice League book. I feel like they promised that with everything. Yeah, I, mean, like, I don't know that Justice League Dark is really going to pan out the way. That, I mean, right. DC just sort of tends to stick the magic stuff over in the corner and yeah. leave it alone. But this is like cosmic and it has the new gods in it. And I think that's probably going to at some point become relevant. Mm-hmm. So just a word to the wise. Um, 62 is my next thing. I just at sixty two we got Terrifics number sixteen. As far as I know, this this is the last of the New Age of DC Heroes books. It's that like and still Silencer. Yeah, okay, yeah. Silencer. Yeah. Silencer. Yeah. Okay, so we it, were just talking about that. And, in and Terrifics on lost Jeff Lemire. Okay, so and it's not really the the, the original version of yeah. it anymore. It but it's not, creator. and it's not listed as final issue. So yeah, no. No. Terrific's still, still, going, still going. So anyway, I will uh, rewind it for just a second. I think I only have one thing before that. But uh, on fifty two, Naomi number five. Um, I think we're up to two issues of this out so far and while the book is incredibly mysterious for no good reason at all uh this is where i think if you're going to have a a a shadow lead in on the legion oh yeah it's this it's it's about a girl who was adopted the day that superman came to town and there's clearly some sort of other like other things happened that day and if if i were going to pitch a shadow pilot for a legion reboot that's where i'd put it oh yeah yep i have that first issue i haven't read it yet though it's pretty good on uh, page 70, we've got the Batman Damned Trade. Yeah. <laughs> Advanced solicited, though, I think. That's yeah, so fun to September. say. Yeah. The damned hardcover. Damn yeah. <laughs> it's, like so. it's like a Vegas vacation joke. <laughs> right there for the taking. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we've got Batman oh, Year wait, One. Wait, wait, but you, you skipped the question. Will it be censored or uncensored? Mm. Quote, unquote. Uh, my quotes do, they, here do they list the it in the solicits? Oh, it's going to be censored. Yeah. 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 It does include a sketch gallery, so there might be more. <laughs> Oh, it could oh, be twice, not just know, once, but it could twice. be a whole bunch. <laughs> Who knows how many you were visiting the page through? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, after that, we've got Batman Year One joining the Black Label. Black Label, uh, yeah. New trade edition of that. Seventy four. Uh, on seventy three, okay. we've got another uh, DC Post portfolio by Frank Cho this time. So probably be some good kind of pinup stuff in there. Seventy four. This just aggravates me a little bit that. They're giving you another deluxe edition of this hardcover for Detective 1000 mm-hmm. with another new story. So we yeah. couldn't get it out for the regular Detective 1000. So now we're right. going to, you know, you know, get another what twenty dollars of yours so you can buy this extra eight pages that we cram into this one hardcover. So right. that's a it's a little bit of a cheapy thing yeah. that DC's doing there, I think. But I'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a 77, we've got the Luther 10th Anniversary Edition trade paperback. Uh, this story was originally called Lex Luthor Man of Steel, and it came out in 05. So I'm not sure where they're getting 10th anniversary from. I know they kind of retitled it after the Joker book came out, and they just changed this to Luthor. So I don't know if it's 10, th- 10 years of it just being Luthor. It's the 10th anniversary of the 4th anniversary. That's <laughs> <laughs> obviously what's going on. So it's a, gr- it's a great story, though. If you haven't read it, pick it up. 
On 78, I don't know how they get around the likeness rights on Alan Moore's face. Right. Evidently, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. The Swamp Thing on I know, the, like the, the Lucifer. And, yeah. Yeah, like, the Lucifer here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then on Is there anybody that knows what Alan Moore looks like that doesn't go, that's Alan Moore, right? right. <laughs> With horns. Oh, well, wait. No, that's Alan Moore. Yeah, could be. <laughs> He's reclusive. Yeah, right. <laughs> there might be a reason. A reason. Yeah. And then on 82, we've got Alan Moore's Absolute Swamp Thing resolicited after it was canceled previously. Mm. DC's like playing a game with you like you do with your dog, right? Uh, 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 I know, right? Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. They're doing something. Uh, going into the there figures, you, you know, here at uh, Toy Fair a couple weeks ago, DC showed these loose Lucha Explosiva figures where the superheroes reimagined as luchadors. So I have opinions, but I'm going to let okay. you. I'm going to let you go first. Well, my opinion, just and with Toy Fair in general this year, every collectible action figure is thirty five dollars. Yeah. And it's like, I've got bills. <laughs> so so my, my question is, who is the audience for this? Because if this were a Cartoon Network cartoon, I'm not going to lie to you, I think it would be awesome. Yeah. Like if they had a luchador superhero cartoon on Cartoon Network, even if it was one of the little five-minute interstitial things they do in between episodes, that's brilliant. That should be on TV right now, right? Right. But what child is paying $35 yeah. per figure, first market, of all. Though, it's yeah. not. So, yeah. But I don't know that adult collectors were like, you know what I really want? I want some Mexican wrestling Batman <laughs> figures. Yeah. I just don't know that anybody asked for that. It, it, but it feels like such a missed opportunity to not have that be an animated series and sell these figures for 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. I don't yeah. know anything else DC. Because I, I, when, when I saw a picture of them, I was like, oh, those look really cool. It's like, oh, they're how much? Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. We'll yeah, have to see know. about that. Yeah, uh, it's pretty light all the way through. You gonna talk about the? Well, unless you wanted to. No, no, go ahead. Well, yeah. So then on page ninety, we've got uh, new from the DC artist Sally. We have uh, some vinyl figures designed by James Groman, and we've got some pretty crazy Batman, Two Face, Killer Croc, and Joker figures, which to me look like '90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. They really do. You know, that's really kind of that vibe. Just these really kind of grotesque, extreme characters. But again, the these two are face just looks like I can't remember the guy's name. He's a Green Lantern villain. This dude's got a giant head. Hector you know Hammond. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like two yeah. H's. I know that. I can't <laughs> right. it. Uh, it just looks like Hector Hammond, but yeah. also I don't know. Maybe with a Toxic Avenger fused yeah, on halfway yeah, exactly. to it. It's ugly. Is the only thing yeah, I thought yeah. when I looked at it. And again, but the sixty-five dollar price point Ooh. on those too. Whoa. So they are pricey. Yeah. And again, vinyl figures. You know, more of a collector's, you know, higher yeah. end kind of thing. Um, and that's all I had. A, There's some more. There's a Harley Quinn, red, white, and black, based on the art of Greg Horn, which is a really different take on that character. The character has been had so many takes done on it, but this is a little unusual. Yeah, I really love that DC Prime Batman, but I want to be a the price. Even with the, so, here's the thing. Even with the price, if you're going to charge me 125 dollars for a figure that's that good, can you give me like a classic Batman costume? Right. <laughs> yeah. Not not the one that kind of looks like a knockoff version of the of the video game version. Mm -hmm. So it looks kind of like Arkham Asylum, but not really. And yeah. it's got like the weird, really shiny gold stuff, which mm -hmm. feels very un-Batman to me anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, a yellow circle's one thing. Metallic all over it is, right. is kind of another. It's also the thing, too, of just, like, the articulation is so heavy with this real stylized figure that you get a yeah. weird look around the uh, joints. It's almost stuff. like a robot Batman. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's definitely more like an Iron Man kind yeah. of suit, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh, which, sure. again, they kind of push that in the Arkham Knight game. Yeah. Alright, well, that do uh, it for yeah. DC, then. That's it. Well, so, so on to Marvel. Marvel. You guys roll. Yeah. Well, 
the first like 30 pages yeah, is all, of course. Of it's all up Scott's alley. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Because I'm going <laughs> to buy a bunch of that War of the Rings. <laughs> I, 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 I listened to you. Not only did I count the pages this time, I went through. It looks like there's a checklist in this yeah. one. 25, and like 25 comics. I Bleeding Cool had a thing up. Bleeding Cool had a thing up. I think it was $110 retail for all the War of the Realms. I don't remember if it was this catalog or the previous one. Uh, but it's insane. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not in any way saying it's not insane. It is. And I should actually be excited for this because I like Jason yeah. Aaron as a yeah, writer. Yeah. And right. I have zero interest and in the story. And he is saying, like, this is what he's, this is like the culmination of yeah. his run on Thor. It's, uh, I'm it's like not, too much. I'm not bothered by all the tie in issues because that feels very much. Like a '90s yeah. Marvel crossover from my from my Are first you adolescent years. Well, but my adolescent oh, years. Well, you would be like you get sort of like those madcap. Oh man, who's crossing over into this book? Mm -hmm. You get to see villains you would never normally see in these settings. And that's kind of cool. So like even if you go back to. Um, Oh man, what was the one where all of the Masters of Evil teamed up to swap to swap? Uh, they fought each other's heroes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. That's that's a great idea. Like, and I know it's just designed to sell books, but it's kind of sure. cool to see like, oh, Captain America fights Fin Fang Foom in this one or something weird. You know, we're like, oh, I'm never going to see that otherwise. So I'm really happy about that part of it. What I'm not happy about is the endless number of standalone minis. Yes, mm -hmm. you have to have this many standalone mm -hmm. minis. Like, just put them in the books. Yeah. I just, I just wonder if you can read just read War of the Realms and not read any of the other stuff and still understand what's going on. I feel like so. you usually can with a yeah. Marvel event, which is why people know that they can mm -hmm. pick and choose the minis. You just pick the ones that have a creative team or a character that you like and don't yeah. get too terribly hung up on having to have them all. I'd like to say that I'm too old to buy Savage Avengers, but I'm not going to lie to you. The part of me that is still in seventh grade in 1992 and really just devouring every Marvel book I could get my hands on sees Wolverine and Conan and the Barbarian, Barbarian together and is like, yes, put it in my bag, put it in my bag right now. I have to have that. And I'm going to buy it, and I'm sure I'm going to like it. So I don't have anything until 34. There's some nice variant covers. <laughs> the yeah. I don't have anything until 31, which is just to say that I think that Ta-Nehisi Coates' Captain America run has been been really great. Mm -hmm. uh, and Adam Kubert's doing art in this one, so I'm pretty happy about yeah. that. And covered by Alex Ross, so mm. kind of can't go wrong and with some that. Of the, some of the variants that Dan just mentioned are those, the Battle Lines variants again, which that first round of those are really got really nice. They're just really yeah. nice. You know, usually just character studies, you know, just pinup styles. It, it just really just solid classic versions of those characters. So, what'd you say your next thing is, guys? 34. 30, 32. 32. Okay. So, go ahead. Well, Dan. 32, again, Marvel's keeping Scott in mind with these new Marvel <laughs> Tales of $8 reprints. Yeah, he loves those. So, love those. I buy them all. Again, two of them. Because, because, <laughs> to Scott, go with the other copy I already have. Because Scott demands. Want to keep it. one to trade yeah. like it's a beanie baby. Yes. <laughs> so, 34. 34. Uh, I, I have not read any Immortal Hulk yet. Oh, however, I keep hearing it's good. It's so the, it's it, I will die on this hill. It's the best book Marvel puts out. Okay, well, and it is it is arguably my favorite superhero book on any week that it comes out, at least. And I buy a lot of books. <laughs> well, apparently he's getting onto an alien xenomorph ship. Yeah, on this yeah, dude, 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 like. he yeah. went to hell and fought his dad <laughs> recently. I mean, I, I, nothing about this screams this is a great Hulk book to me. If you write this down on paper, but it, it's really great. I mean, I think it leans in to all of the themes that a good Hulk story probably should about mm -hmm. you know um, the legacy of abuse and, mm -hmm. and uh, bottled rage but also it leans really hard into those early Hulk stories which are kind of horror horror books. stories yeah. you know like sure. in, in, in this monster. the Hulk monster. only comes out at night in yeah. this. he says all the time like the daytime belongs to him and the other one like Banner says night is his time and it feels very 60s Marvel at the same time that it feels a little bit like it could have been um, 
like in an issue of Creepy in the 70s or something, too. <laughs> gotcha. uh, and, you know, there, there were, I don't know, when he was in hell, he lost his rage and Hulk was still huge, but he was like emaciated and withered. He was just like a little bit of muscle and bone and he was still angry so he could still hit things, but he wasn't like uh, as durable as the Hulk was. So he could still generate the power, but he couldn't generate the like, you know, basically being invulnerable to everything. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really cool and it looked really weird, but but it was a lot of fun. So after that, on 36 and 37, mm-hmm. we've got this month's True Believers offerings, yeah. and where I guess they're focusing on different creators. Yeah, from over they there, say so. they do. They say they are, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Some weird books, I thought. Yeah, some of these creators. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't picture like Larry Hama with you know Iron Fist. I picture him more as like a GI Joe book. I guess sure, they don't right. have the rights yeah, to it though. I guess that's the reason yeah. why. Or Wolverine but, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I see like you got the first Calling Wing. You got the first. Uh, you know, Misty Knight. Then you got the first Power Pack, which that's I have fond memories of Power Pack from back in the day. <laughs> and it's like, why just reprint the first issue of Craven's? You know, Craven's. Yeah, uh, yeah, Craven's last, last time. time. I don't. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I mean, there's the hundred story going on mm-hmm. in Spider Man. I, I guess the idea is that you're going to spend a dollar for it, like it, and then come track down the trade. Trade, hopefully, yeah. yeah but uh, it's just kind of weird to you know, like uh, I, like on the shelf this week they got Avengers, a re- True Believers of Avengers 183. Which is a two-part story. Are they going to True Believers Avengers 184 so you can get the end of that story? (laughs) A thing that I know from the years that I worked here is that there is an oddly passionate fan base for the Power Pack. Mm -hmm. And I always feel a little bad for them when periodically Marvel is like, hey, you guys remember the Power Pack? We still own those. Yeah. And then everybody gets excited like the Power Pack fans are like, oh, they're going to bring them back. And Marvel is like, nah. Well, they were. They we're, were not going to do anything. We just want you to remember they did exist, yeah. and you used to love them. Yeah, well, Foundation. we're not doing anything with them. They were yeah. Future Foundation yeah. for a while. They're so, also yeah. in the dollar boxes here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so if you want to come check hey, them out, come on in. I picked up some of those dollar books, you know. So uh, now this is kind of cool. On uh, what page is this? Page thirty-eight. 38. Yeah. yeah. So I got that mark too. A legacy issue for the original Marvel Star Wars. So it's issue one hundred eight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to continue with the original characters from the original comics. So, of course, we may get Jackson back. I, I don't know. That's, I it could think, be a downside. <laughs> I think we are. Yeah. But uh, so if you like your green giant rabbits, then uh, here's the book for you. <laughs> and uh, not the only time Jackson appears in the previews this month. That's true, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so and this is just a one shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of the way that D.C. did for the Blackest Night stuff. Way yeah. back when they did the last issue of canceled books yeah. again. Yeah, oh, it's okay. kind of the same thing. They're just doing one more as if it had never stopped. Can't stop, won't stop. That's true. <laughs> so on uh, 57, anybody got anything before that? No, I had something on 43. Mm-hmm. What was 43? Oh, 43 is that Spider-Man thing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you got the oh, third yeah, book story. of the Spider-Man life story. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be around Craven's Again, Craven's Last Hunt. we got Spider-Man in a coffin, yeah, so I'm assuming but that's I, what it's an O2. I, I love the Cold War reference with the missiles. If you can see the, the hammer oh. and sickle that are on there, which is really cool for it being the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. On a uh, 57, we've got a new uh, facsimile edition of Alpha Flight number one. Uh, five bucks or probably in our dollar boxes. Yeah, exactly. We have a ton of Alpha Flight in there. So come get the real thing. I just got 59. I don't have anything particularly deep to add here other than to say that I think that Mark Wade's Doctor Strange has been um, really fantastic. Kind of the same way that I feel about Hulk. If you told me it's Doctor Strange in space, I'd have been like... <laughs> No, but it was Mark Wade, so yeah, I was like, exactly. "Well, I will try it because Mark Wade writes good superhero stories, and it was really fun." They're not in space anymore; they're back on Earth, but it's been really good. Um, they had a, a two-issue arc where it turns out that um, every time that Doctor Strange calls on all these other forces, like by the wand of a tomb and all uh-huh. that stuff, 
that those are actual forces out there and he is drawing power from them and he's not been paying them back. <laughs> and there was a cosmic accountant who came to, to settle debts <laughs> with Doctor Strange that he had uh, quite accrued. It was basically a debt collector for all the sorcery he had performed over the years and they were not happy. On the next page, um, the Punisher arc, the Punisher run with Matthew, Matthew Rosenberg has been a lot of fun actually. He is uh, currently kidnapped by Baron Zemo and uh, trapped in Bagalia, which is, I guess, some Eastern European made-up country. And uh, he's, he's using Jigsaw to frame Punisher for all kinds of war crimes while, <coughs> while he is in a prison. So currently Punisher is uh, staging a prison escape with the help of a nun, yeah. which is a thing <laughs> that, again... Doesn't really sound like it'd be a lot of fun, but it's really good. She's a mean nun, if that helps you, if that makes it make more sense. It sounds like an 80s movie. It does. <laughs> and that might be why I think it sounds great. <clears throat> On uh, 69, we've got the next chapter of X-Men Grand, De Grand Design, Extinction by Ed Pisker. Uh, I've really been enjoying these, so I'll definitely be picking that up. All right, page 71. I'll, you know, we probably shouldn't even mention this, but I think, <laughs> I think Liefeld is just leaning into it now. We have a cover... We have ten characters on this cover, not a single <laughs> set of feet. feet. Okay. Nope. Nope. Not one. You get close. But on the other side, mm -hmm. there are two feet. Oh, two Count them two. Mm -hmm. I have a theory yeah. I used to use all the time, and we used to drag issues out of the back <laughs> issue box when I worked here, that every LIFO cover is one of two things. People looking to the right, you're right. Or somebody doing something and somebody somebody doing something and somebody falling down. And this features people looking to the right. Okay, there you go. Yep, yep. But I will say, I, you guys talked about this in the last one. Uh, the it's Deadpool. Uh, I I will happily be wrong about this. I guess if I am, but I would bet you money that Major X is old Cable, because old Cable, original Cable's original name was Commander X. Mm -hmm. That's what the uh, the editors pitched as his name. I'm betting you that's how they get around the fact that young Cable killed old Cable. They'll just have, you know, both of them. Because if you can have two Wolverines, you can mm -hmm. sure as heck have two Cables. Uh, so kind of getting into the Age of X-Men stuff here. Are people enjoying this? We've started seeing it come out now. Are people yeah. picking it up? Or uh, They've been buying it, but I haven't really heard yeah. anything about it. You know, nobody's like, man, this is great, or this is right. terrible. I haven't really heard I it. I like it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. But I also, if you tell me that Apocalypse is going to live, lead a free love hippie cult, uh -huh. and I will buy that book. Because <laughs> that sounds weird, and I want to hear about it. <laughs> Miller thing's on 111, so... So go. Oh well, okay. Yeah, I, I got. I got to find guys have anything between uh, the Mine is on one oh three. Oh, okay. And, so you're so, good. Yeah, one oh three has um, the X Men hardcover by Roy Thomas and Neil Adams. This is the stuff that was put out uh, after Marvel had officially canceled X-Men back in the day. Settle down, children. Once there was a day when Marvel didn't want X-Men, right? Um, that's why Wolverine's first appearance was in the Hulk, because Hulk sold better than X-Men, and that's how you're wow. going to launch a book. Um, but it's uh, it's really good. It's it's You can tell that Marvel didn't care what happened in that book, and they kind of let him run a little wild, and that's where the Savage Land stuff is, too. And then the next page, there's a giant Marvel horror omnibus, and that's just fantastic. There's a lot of great creators <laughs> on that, too. So back on uh, '87, at the start of the way past, yeah, Star Wars section, as we have some uh, Star Wars true believers that'll be out for May the Fourth, which is also Free Comic Book Day this year. Yeah. So yeah, since we, they're not putting out a Free Comic Book Day Star Wars, yeah. Book, so we got dumb. some reprints here. We got a uh, Star issue of Ewoks from back in the day, <laughs> and then the first issue of the Thrawn miniseries, which was really good. So. And that uh, Darth Maul, son of Dathomir, yeah. in real life, if that were the Dark Horse one, um, those are fairly valuable. So you're going to get people asking you, is this for real a dollar? <laughs> it's not the one you think it is. <laughs> but yes, it's a dollar. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one is. It's not what you think. 
Well, okay, so page 111, uh, Spider-Man Noir, the complete uh, trade paperback for fans of Into the Spider-Verse who need more. Um, you can have the Nicolas Cage voice in your head as you read this book. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back on 104, we've got Timely's Greatest, The Golden Age Submariner by Bill Everett, Omnibus. Uh, kind of collecting some of that. I don't know if I ever really see that stuff collected too much. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. there something last month for... Some there was the Marvel era? Comics stuff. Yeah, but it I was. But I thought reprinting. it was had a lot of those same issues in it. So oh, I thought was it was it? weird that it was, you know, back, back to, to back. back. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was a Submariner book last month too. I don't remember, but mm. I just I vaguely remember that. Yeah, and then on the next page, one hundred five, you've got the Marvel's poster book, which says, uh, you know, art from the Marvel's book by Alex Ross. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> mm. Oh, on 115, we've got the next uh, Decades collection. Mm-hmm. It's Marvel in the 90s, and it's The Mutant Explosion, which is completely appropriate you know, for the time. <laughs> what else would it have been? Um, back when Spider-Man had the non-mutant superhero yeah, on the cover. Yeah. I always thought it was great. On uh, 117, we've got Marvel <laughs> Monograph, which is that a new thing? I don't know that I've noticed that before. But you know, this I don't is, think I have either. Yeah, this is the art of Humberto Ramos. Oh. Spider-Man trade here, so collecting some of his stories. There... Um, yeah, then on 130, you know, we've got, again, probably wanting stores to get, you know, ready for May the 4th. We've got a lot of Star Wars trades solicited in here that you can get. If you want people to stock up, maybe offer an additional discount to retail. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so here towards the end, I'm not even sure what page this is, but it's listed as Marvel Graphic Comic Box in the catalog for I like some that it appears reason. at a certain point where Marvel is like, oh, we're just not going to put page numbers on anymore. Yeah. Just they put them on yeah. like every six pages. If they got pages. this far, they're going to keep yeah. going. Yeah. About every six pages, they have a page number. But we've got The Adventures of Spider-Man Volume 1, which this is the 90s comic, I think, based on the cartoon. Yeah, I think it is. So uh, I don't know why they're collecting that now, but here they are if you want them. I think you demanded it. That's what Did they always say. And uh, back on the last page, we're back to our favorite poster mm-hmm. game. Nice. Marvel <laughs> dropped the ball. <laughs> We've got Free Comic Book Day Spider-Man TBA artist poster. Well, TBA right. is one of my yeah. favorite artists. He's so great. You know how great it would be if you were an artist and your actual initials were TBA? Yeah. You get so much work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Big book. All right. I yep, think that so. do it for Marvel for everybody. Yep. Moving on to the big and. Page 30, order your own copy of previews so yep. you can play oh, along at home. <laughs> do it. Yes. Do keep it, it score at home. That's right. You can mark up all your pages and all that good stuff. So, Then page uh, 46, we've yeah. got uh, from Image, a new series, Excellence Number 1, fantasy yep. action series set in a world of magic. I'm probably going to give it a try to yeah, see how it's like. It yeah, to see what it's like, see if it's any good or not. Brandon Thomas, do we know what he's done before? Is there any... Credits there. Uh, it says some things here. We are Robin, yep. Noble Black, and Tech Jacket. Okay, okay yeah, I see there. And, uh, Brandon yep. Thomas, Horizon, The Many Adventures of Miranda Mercury, Noble, and Voltron for all the St. Uh, Louis uh, people out there. So if you liked any of that stuff, maybe mm-hmm. you'll like this. I will throw out, if you look on that last page of preview art, if you can't tell that this is being pitched for Michael B. Jordan, (laughs) I just don't know what to tell you. That's quite obviously him. Um, And, you know, so when this does get made into a movie uh, and this issue appreciates some value, just remember. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, why'd they get John Boyega? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think it looks better than the other number one issue from Image this month, which is that Gogor Mm. number one. I don't know. I'm looking at the preview art for 
for it and I'm just not getting excited about it. But if you do like to pick up all the image number ones, then here's another image number one for you to add to that. On a 64 and 65 with image, we've got uh, new additions of all the Cobra trades. And so apparently Cobra is coming to image, so I assume that means the regular series will be coming too. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I know, you know, Michael Peavy's been self-publishing this for years now and started doing it on Etsy back in the day. So those first, oh, really? those first few issues are pretty pricey now. So, uh, but yeah, you can get them affordably here for all the trades. And again, the trades have even been sort of intermittent where they, you know, will go out of print pretty frequently once they come out. So I think we mentioned that on a episode about a year ago maybe or so but i got to think if this is image they'll be in stock pretty regularly now back up on 59 uh east is east of west number 43 this is the first issue of the last story arc for oh, this title okay. so yeah so they're soliciting it as the last story arc so if you've been reading east to west definitely want to pick that up my next thing's if on you have 70. i don't know where you've yep, been getting it because i ain't been here <laughs> <laughs> go ahead 70 <laughs> <laughs> did you read any of this i did um i like it i don't yeah, which one are we talking about die okay yes okay yeah, yeah. i read not, the first not issue. the roman numerals yes no i would that's like good too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know anything about it though oh okay <laughs> i mean the art looks great yeah. uh no die is is uh it's been fun it's not been as good as i hoped it would be because i like kieran gillen and i love the concept the high concept if if you don't know is essentially if you are familiar with the dungeons and dragons Dragon. cartoon <laughs> from the 80s yes well, that's what it is it's a grown-up version of that yep yeah, it, it's is, it, is, of that. it is that but mean mm -hmm. so uh <laughs> but it's been fun and i do feel like this is again one of those things where you're totally going to see this made into a netflix show or something mm -hmm. in the next couple of years because mm -hmm. if anything was just tailor-made for you know, port it over to Netflix. It, it's something like this. Feels like it'll scratch the same itch as Stranger Things for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I like so. the first issue quite a bit. Did so, you? yeah. Is it as good as Die 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 though? I don't know. It uh, is one third as good. <laughs> That's not. If one third is three times as good, <laughs> right. then yeah. <laughs> I didn't care for Die Die Die. No, I didn't either. Yeah, but I wasn't so. going to get too mean about it. <laughs> <laughs> now the 1975, which is the Roman numeral no. book, I did read the first issue of that. Cabby in New York with an enchanted tire wrench. Yes. Gotcha. So, and it, actually, the first issue was actually really, really good. So, yeah. So, and I, but I was surprised it was only a three-issue story arc. And I don't know if it's a, mm. that's the entire story, or if they're just that's just the first story arc. I'm about for sure there. Um, I don't have. There's not any fourth issue solicited, so maybe that is the complete trade. So, I'm definitely picking this up as well. On 72 Middle West uh, by Scotty Young, not art by Scotty Young, no, but but written by him, yeah. is really good. If you could see me, I'm doing. The French Chef Finger Kiss. <laughs> it's been very good. Um, it has almost a, like a fairy tale feel to it. Um, it's about a kid running away from home, and um, it's sort of like casual magic just slipping into the world. Uh, he has a talking fox that helps him along the way, and he doesn't question that. Uh, but it's not like a fantasy world where this stuff is normal, and I, I like that. Like I like the childlike sense of he doesn't ask why the fox can talk and is leading him. And so, um, you know, he hitchhikes, uh, gets on a train like it's the Depression or something. But uh, So it's, it's sort of a mashup fairy tale world, but I, I really enjoyed it so far, and it's just gorgeous, to be honest. Well, Matt has better taste in comics than I do, because I, I wasn't a huge fan of the first issue. Really? Yeah, so <laughs> I thought the first issue felt felt fine. It didn't feel real deep, but I, I thought it looked gorgeous, and I liked the idea. Yeah, it looked the good. later issues, I thought, really um, took off. and it, it's, it's sort of a really crazy world. Um, something different and interesting to look at has happened in every issue, which I know sounds like a, a really vague way to describe it, but 
I mean, honestly, just showing me something new in a comic book I haven't seen is, is fairly difficult when you buy this many books. So. Yeah, it just it didn't grab me. You know, if, and if we're talking about spending four to six bucks on a, in books every single month, man, if it doesn't grab you all the first issue, I just I just wait. <laughs> so maybe I'll give it a shot later. <laughs> on uh, 93, we've got the next issue of the Section Zero uh, by <coughs> Carl Kiesel and Tom Grummet. Uh, I just want to point out that they either have wrapped just wrapped up or they're currently doing a Kickstarter for what looks like a prequel series. Oh yeah. Too. So oh, yeah, it's a uh, section zero like nineteen fifty something year. Yeah. So but it looked pretty good and I assume that's you know why they're reprinting this stuff now too. Maybe it's trying to get that going again. I'm gonna throw back for a couple of things on eighty four uh, Gideon Falls, which is by Jeff Lemire, who uh, this will probably become a, a recurring <coughs> theme as we talk. If there's a couple of, of writers that I will basically buy any book they put out, and Jeff Lemire is one of them. And I, this is, uh, if it's not my favorite thing he puts out right now, it's really freaking close. But it's Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. Um, it is really hard for me to describe it to you without just spoiling a bunch of stuff. But it is a murder mystery about a priest in a small town and some supernatural happenings and questioning whether this is happening or you're going crazy. And it's been really, really good. And it's coinciding up, with and it's another guy who's a scavenger and finding all yeah. these things and doesn't and he's uh, they think he's crazy yeah, and think he's mentally ill. He's trying to put garbage together mm-hmm. to build something and and so all these plots, these these two different mm-hmm. plots kind of come together and there's there's flashbacks to the past and crimes that were unsolved and and uh, you know to go back to where we started with image, it's been optioned by Netflix. So, oh, okay, yeah. So they're and it a, is good a, too. I've I, I read the first first trade of it and I I really enjoyed it. So the second trade's not out yet, yep. but. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the second trade on that, too. So. And then on 87, I'm taking a complete shot in the dark here because the first issue doesn't come out until next week. Oh, Little Bird. But Little Bird is on the shelf. It has gotten a lot of praise online from a lot of creators whose work I really respect. So um, if nothing else, I will say that that uh, artwork is gorgeous. It looks like, oh, man, I'm totally going to blank his name. It's not Mignola, but it's it's the guy who used to do... Mobius? Uh, no. 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 Okay. It's... Um, I will think of it. Early, okay. Early Joe Quesada. No. <laughs> I will think Jack of it. Jack Kirby. But it is, it, is, it is very, very detailed. Steve I will Dick. think of his name. Uh, it'll come to me. This guy did Shaolin Cowboy. Oh, uh, Jeff Darrow. Jeff Darrow. Oh. There you go. I remember there was somebody who's come in the shop that always mm-hmm. pronounced his name wrong, and I couldn't remember what it was, and he used to call him Geoff Darrow. And I never corrected that guy because it was just such a sweet mispronunciation of the name. Like, you've never seen Jeff spelled that way before? God love you. You call him whatever you want. He really loved Geoff Darrow. Anybody else got anything else in image? Or? Um, I got a couple of things, I think. Yeah, I think I'm not to 104, so. Uh, 90 is Paper Girls. It is the almost beginning of the end. If you haven't read Paper Girls, it's fantastic. It is exactly what it sounds like it's about. It's about a bunch of yeah, middle uh, middle school girls who run a paper route together. But it's about time travel, and it's about people coming back from the future to try and correct timelines. It's set in the 80s. It's awesome. It feels like it was derivative of Stranger Things, but it's not. It's just one of those weird synchronicities where things lined up. and you know. But if you love Stranger Things, I'd say there's an almost 0% chance that you won't like Paper Girls. <laughs> It's really, really good. And it's by Brian Vaughn, who is the guy who did Why the Last Man and who does Saga. Saga. So, and who, weirdly, was announced today as writing the Mobile Suit Gundam movie. Huh. Okay. Okay. Kind of came out of left field, right? I'm actually reading uh, Why the Last Man now. Yeah. I just started. In, in prep for the TV show? Uh, I didn't even know there TV show. Ooh. So, okay. yeah, it's oh, casting right. talent. Okay, all right. So. Yeah, it looks really good. I think it's on, I think it's on FX. Oh, okay. 
Okay, what was the next page? Somebody Mine's else? 104, so. Okay, yep, you're, you're before me. Okay, you, you got a mark too, Dan. You go ahead. Well, uh, we've got the next Stranger Things miniseries. This is just Stranger Things 6. Uh, we weren't too thrilled when we reversed, <laughs> reviewed yeah. the first issue mm-hmm. on it here. But, uh, again, you know, maybe they're giving some more leeway in what they can do here. Yeah. Since it's not taking place at the so, same yeah, time, maybe they, got, right, they can actually so. tell a real story here. It is written by Jody Hauser, who's pretty good. Yeah. That doesn't mean that she'll be allowed to just, you know, really tell a yeah, real story. Exactly. But I mean, that's kind of always the double-edged sword with licensed yeah, books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, because you know the Duffer Brothers probably have a pretty tight right. grip on that. Right. If you were going to really reveal a secret that mattered, it'd probably be in the show. Yeah. But I, I think they've kind of pitched it online that this is sort of like, some extra lore that may never have time to get into the show. Oh, so yeah. that's why they approved the mini was to like flesh out some things that are in the story Bible, but they probably won't ever get around to doing. Mm-hmm. My next one's on 111. 108. Okay, go ahead. 108, just the trade for William Gibson's Alien 3 uh, treatment. That's solicited this month. I almost marked that, but I realized I had nothing to say other than it's really good. You should check it out. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love the Alien franchise in general, mm-hmm. but you know, um, I think like a lot of people, I think 3 is a flawed movie it's got its moments but it's kind of a big old mess mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to see what could have been if you don't know this was the original script of what was um one of the original scripts yeah. for alien 3 well the attraction to me has always just been william gibson yeah uh, well, that's what i told mike <laughs> yeah when i wanted the poster he was like you want it i'm like yeah it's got alien and william gibson i want both those things <laughs> my next one's on 111 which again i don't have anything here to really deep to add other than black hammer's fantastic and you should buy them. Mm-hmm. So um, how, how much did can Jeff Lemire write without before he starts slipping? So he's it? not up to like Cullen Bunn level yeah. where he's <laughs> writing a dozen books a week or something. That was sometimes. the exact same name I was going to use. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, they go on about how comic page rates are not good, but Cullen Bunn must be doing quite well for himself because <laughs> it's like you have a dozen jobs. And mm-hmm. I mean, he puts out so many books and it's not just for Marvel. He does like... I don't know, eight, oh, like yeah. eight Marvel books, like and he's got and easily that many in the in the back half of the catalog too. He's got Boom and Aftershock, mm-hmm. and, and I, so, I think his writing suffers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I think Colin, I think Colin Bunn's quite good, but <laughs> but the more books he writes, the yeah, less sure. good it is. Did you ever read Harrow County? No. Harrow County is fantastic. I hate to keep saying this over and over. It's also been an option for a show. <laughs> uh, but Harrow County is great. Everything is now. Yeah, Harrow County's uh, hardcover's in there. But Black Hammer is great. If you don't know what Black Hammer is, it is almost like a love letter to the golden age of mm-hmm. comics. Uh, and they are now moving into the Silver Age, too. So um, there are, like, analogs for all of these classic golden and Silver Age characters. And so Quantum Age, which is not solicited in this catalog, is their version of the Legion of Superheroes, which has been okay. really, really cool. But this one is uh, Black Hammer 45, which is a throwback to the Golden Age, and then Age of Doom, which is the um, main book, if you will, that's going on right now. But it's fantastic. Pick up the trades. Harrow County's on the next page. How about that? <laughs> I don't have anything to 135. So. I've got 113, which is that I'm going to buy Last Stop on the Red Line because Last Stop on the Red Line is a fantastic title for a murder mystery. <laughs> and I, I feel like I can't not buy that. On a 119, we've got Usagi Ojimbo, the hidden uh, hardcover, collecting that last uh, series. I think this will probably be the last thing we see yep. from Dark Horse for Usagi because yep. he's jumping ship to IDW. And did you see it's going to be in color now? I don't really know how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of I, I kind of love Stan Sakai's work in black and white. Yeah, and it's kind of what you're used to. Yeah. You know. I always tell people when, like, I talk about efficiencies, just in general, sometimes, like, in business at work, we talk about efficiency, and I show people panels of Stan Sakai Usagi Ojimbo art because he has drawn 
exactly the number of lines you have to tell the story properly. And in some cases, he really details stuff up, but he doesn't draw a single line more than he has to get yeah. the story done right. And I know that sounds like I'm being snarky about it, but I'm not. Yeah, like no, I appreciate when you look at how he lays out a panel that he, he overdraws what needs overdrawn, yeah. and he leaves out what no one will pay attention to anyway. Move right. on. <laughs> you know, it's really it's really great, and I don't know that I'm going to like it as much in color. Yeah, not everything needs to be in color. Yeah. Except Casablanca. We're going to get that in going, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ted Turner Ted over here. Turner, Recolor yeah. Usagi. Black and white. Uh, one, okay, so 135. I, I'm not even a drinker, but uh, this Hellboy Deluxe Flask set oh, yeah, looks really, awesome. really cool. It's got a faux leather, uh, you know, faux leather cover for the for the flask and two little yep. mini shot glasses. And if we could only get some fire water to go in there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, State of Illinois. They won't <laughs> let us have it. I tried really hard to get that uh, cinnamon whiskey, and it uh, isn't able to be shipped People probably to think I'm a drunk. Every time I cross state lines, I go into liquor stores to see if they sell hell water. What do they have? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You got Hellboy whiskey hell here? Yeah, whiskey. You better not be in Missouri. That'll get you yeah. right out of town in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about hell around here, son. <laughs> We got that heavenly whiskey. <laughs> I got Jesus water. <laughs> I don't have anything to 174 now, so I have 149. Not that I'm going to hammer anything real hard, but I buy all of these books for my nephew who is uh, 10, and it's like the perfect thing to buy for a kid if mm -hmm. you want them to read superhero books. It's it's exactly what your memory tells you Marvel books were when you were growing up. And they're all standalone stories that are self-contained. Um, they're superheroes doing superhero things, but you don't have to buy an infinite number of books. You can just pick one and go with it. I bought him the Spider-Man just because I thought, oh, a Spider-Man book they had, you know, he had just seen into the Spider-Verse at the time. And I was like, well, I'm sure he'll love that. And he just ate it up, called me, and, and told me how much he liked it. He loves Black Panther, so he's getting that too. And if we're getting them all, may as well get them all, right? Yeah, Avengers as well. Uh, back on 147, again in IDW now, we've got, uh, they called The Senemy, a graphic novel by George Takai, uh, kind of about his to oh, family's yeah, time yeah. in an internment camp. So, probably some real light reading there. Yeah. <laughs> Happy. Uh, on it's the kind of stuff that should be in a library and will probably get... Uh, objected to by somebody in the library. <laughs> if, if history taught us anything about great yeah. literature, somebody will be offended right. and try to have it removed. On a 153, uh, we've got Star Wars Adventures Annual 2019 yeah. featuring Jackson apparently right there on the cover. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there's your second appearance of Jackson. You need a green rabbit no, spacesuit. Yeah, got no, you covered. Nobody asked for. <laughs> on 174 74 Marvel it. Master oh go ahead no you go, you go ahead and we'll oh, just come back okay so Marvel Masterworks pinups just a bunch of the I guess like the one page art from yeah. you know the early Marvel days got art from Ooh. Kirby and Ditko Stranko Heck Byrne Wally Wood Ramita Senior uh, John Severin wow. so yeah I just I wonder if they're going to be easy to pull out I guess is the question <laughs> yeah. somebody wanted to display them or not so. right that's really cool <laughs> You know, I'm going to bounce back to I 161 to also IDW uh, and say that somehow I didn't know that there is a tie-in comic for Glow, the Netflix series. Oh, yeah. And I, am I the only person at the table that's watched that show? Oh, no, I've watched okay, it. Okay, great. It's freaking brilliant. Yeah, I no, love I'm, it. I'm definitely getting that first issue. Yeah, I, I didn't know, so I that was actually part of the reason I marked it was to remind myself <laughs> to tell Mike I need him to go back and order me one Whoa. and two. Gotcha. Um, it's written right. by Tini Howard, who is who's pretty good. Um, and, man, it's got, a, it's got a great cover of Machu Picchu on there, so... Pretty happy about that. My wife will also be very happy about that. She doesn't read a lot of comics, but if I tell her there's a glow comic, she's going to read it. Uh, on 169, if you told me that there was a clue comic from IDW, I would have 
made a mouth fart at you uh, and said, I don't want that. But then I saw the art and it looks very, very indie, right? Like mm-hmm. this is like um, Billy Corgan, Boy Genius style of like indie art. And now Billy, I, Corg- Billy Corgan or Jimmy Corgan? Jimmy Corgan. So I said Billy Corgan, didn't I? Yeah. Well, you know me. I, I got to get, okay. get my Billy Corgan, Boy Genius. I'm glad that's recorded for posterity. Uh, Can you believe that? You just have to give me the minute, Mark. Yeah. No, I wanted to stay in, actually, because that's not the only time I've said the wrong name and been like, what did I just say? But Billy did yeah. it in a study with a pumpkin. <laughs> I remember one time I, when I was working here, I uh, had just been reading something about Aaron Magruder that used to do Boondocks, and then we were talking about JFK, and I said something about the Magruder film, and somebody goes, Zapruder film! And I was like, what did I say? And he's like, you said Magruder. And I was like, oh, you know what I meant? I was like, I was just reading about Aaron Magruder like before I came to work. So, yes, Jimmy Corgan. <laughs> or Billy Corgan. Whatever. He might have been a boy genius. I don't know. He was probably bald then, too. So, but anyway, it actually looks like it's stunningly indie art style. And now I'm really conflicted and think I might have to buy a freaking Clue comic book. I don't know how I feel about that. On the next page, 171, there's this book called Road of Bones, which is a fantastic title. And it's about uh, it's about communism, the Siberian Gulag. And uh, I think if there's any number, there's there's no maximum number of things to remind people of how terrible communism was for the world. <laughs> so uh, I'm all right with that. Uh, what's your next thing? 194. Ooh, mine's 191, so that everybody can have confirmed for them, yes, I am going to buy Red Sonja and Vampirella Meet Betty and Veronica. <laughs> if you wondered, is he going to buy it? Yeah, I'm going to uh, buy it. There was never a question in my mind. Yeah. And and do I need that Frank Avia variant? Of course. Of course. Well, and, you yeah. cannot get the variant, and you can get the pin set they're doing. Dude, don't laugh. I look at the pin set on the next page and thought Mona would totally take those Betty and Veronica oh, yeah. pins. They're really nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, on 194, mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't watched the Netflix show Altered Carbon, which was uh. Awesome. Has yes, anybody else watched it? Oh yeah, it. I've watched it. I thought it was okay. Uh, <laughs> I liked it a lot. I, liked it a lot. I, I thought it was. Oh, how many? How much did you watch? You watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Oh okay. Yeah. I thought it got better as it mm-hmm. went. It did get, uh, it did get should, better, but yep. it didn't blow me away. You know, so uh, I liked it a lot. And and this, I, you know, I had this marked as well, just for you know somebody who wants to be a completist and get all the altered carbon stuff they can mm-hmm. but i'm not super jacked about the artwork on the cover of this no right. it, it looks like a it looks like a late 90s and i said it's a guy who kind of likes <laughs> 90s comics but this doesn't look like the greatest art but yeah. no but yeah it is altered carbon so maybe it will read really well if mm-hmm. you're a fan of it is written by richard k morgan who writes the novels oh yeah um so okay. i think that's yeah. probably just an adaptation of his stuff although it says an original story i take it back so yeah i mean that you got to Appreciate Are that, they, have least. they talked about a second season on Netflix? It's going to be animated, though, right? Oh, is it? I, I, I heard that they were going to have an animated I story. I remembered hearing it. that it was confirmed for a second season, but I know they're recasting because... Mm. It doesn't matter. No yeah. spoilers. Yeah, 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 like they need to recast some roles because of the basic nature of the plot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> people jump bodies in it if, right. if you haven't watched it. So you, so, you can totally recast it. Like it makes sci-fi, sense. sci-fi, noir. I really I enjoyed it a lot. I know? did, too. I, mean, I didn't hate it, but I just yeah. didn't like you know. Didn't I'm not like jump. ready for the next season. I mean, yeah, I can. It's I'm, fine. Whenever, whenever it happens, it happens. I, so. I'm ready for the next Lost in Space too. I was just thinking that. Too. Yeah. Right. When are we getting that? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Are they doing another one? They're I supposed to be. Oh, okay. I, I hadn't. I hadn't heard anything yeah. one way or the other. So right after that, on page 196, we got something for the ladies. <laughs> Sweet Valley High graphic novel, <laughs> academic all star. <laughs> so if you're a fan of those books, maybe check that out. My next oh, thing's not until 250, so you guys go for yeah. a while. On uh, 
201. I just wanted to point out we've got the James Bond origin, uh, which I guess is ongoing. Uh, it's been pretty good. We've got artists. That Ebert. is a heck of an origin if it has to be an ongoing. I know, right? <laughs> but, it's an uh, origin that never ends. Yeah. So uh, we've got artist Ibrahim Mustafa coming onto the book now, and he is a fan of James Bond. He did the Solstice one shot a while back. He on his website though he's also done a really nice series of prints where he's done sort of a stylized poster for each one of the movies. That's where I've heard his name. Yeah, before. yeah, and so it's got some really nice ones on there that he's done for the different films over the years. Um, my next thing is not till two fifty four. My next thing is two thirty two. Not to throw anything out because this is only issue two, so I haven't read issue one. But uh, Faithless by Brian Azzarello, uh, covers by Paul Pope and illustrated by Maria Lovett. It is apparently, um, <clears throat> we'll keep this family friendly, quite mature readers. <laughs> and uh, I guess it's about sex and Satanism. And, uh, so I'm it's a- The Discipline. What was that book from uh, Image a while back? Where it was, yeah, it was a, oh, uh, yeah, it was a big uh, eye opener. Whenever you read it for the first time, it's like, whoa, what did I just buy? Well, well here is how adult this one is. There is one of those uh, the way sex criminals from Image used to have, which, by the way, digression, sex criminals, despite the title, making an embarrassing thing for you to buy, is a fantastic book. It's not about what it sounds like. It's about it's a really funny title, but it's not a smart title. We'll say that. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to buy Faithless. But it has the way that sex criminals used to have. It has a triple uh, X variant that's polybagged, so I guess it's that level of mature, okay. quite mature, if you will. <laughs> but Brian Azzarello writing about uh, mature readers, occult stuff. Yeah, I'll buy that book. Two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. All right, so two fifty from Abstract Studios. We got five years number one. So people have speculated for a long time that Terry Moore's series of books are all set in the same world. I think he confirmed that a little while back. Now we're going to get a book that has. Uh, you know, Motor Girl and and Echo and and uh, if you're asking yourself why Kachu is standing next to a gorilla in a t-shirt. T-shirt, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got the and Rachel Rising, which is my favorite of his books. So yeah, five years number one uh, on page uh, two fifty. So yep, and I finally started reading Strangers in Paradise. Got through the first two volumes, so it's actually surprisingly good and not what I expected. On that same so. page, <laughs> on that same page, I cannot think of anything more ill-advised than Dave Sim writing a book called Cerebus Woman <laughs> as a guy who is famously not real friendly with. The ladies, shall we say, um, he's he has some opinions, and they weren't acceptable twenty something years ago, and they're less so now. Oh, I'm sure the internet so, won't have any opinions on. Well, that. that's what I was going to say. Was I'm sure you won't be able to find an opinion on Twitter about this one at all. I mean, okay, man. Like, if you're just looking to pick a fight, Dave, just say I'm looking to pick a fight. Maybe he's grown up. I don't know. <laughs> He's doing this one all on his own. No Gerhard. And Gerhard stuck through some really crazy Dave Sim rants. Although, you know, for all I know, Gerhard might be dead. I might be saying this. Dave's going to be like, he's been dead for 10 years, Matt. He died with Billy Corgan, boy genius. 268 is my next thing. Well, on 254 from Action Lab, we've got uh, Voracious Appetite for Destruction number one. Uh, just real quick here, Chef Nate Wilner's dinosaur hunts in an alternate dimension reignited his passion for cooking and turned his life around. But traveling <laughs> through time and space for prehistoric meat has consequences he never imagined. He's damaged another universe, fractured the trust of the people he cares for most, and unleashed a flesh-hungry monster on his hometown. 
So, I mean, that sounds like a pretty good intro to me. And by a writer-artist, no less. <laughs> yeah. This is a passion project for Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you, I like his pitch. Yeah. I'm not buying your book. I'm sorry, Jason. Yeah. But I like your pitch. I am going to buy on 258. Yes. And Dan and I were talking about this before the, the show started. I'm going to buy Killer Groove. A story set in the 70s, and it says something about crummy bar jobs and a whiskey-soaked PI friend. Yeah, I'm going to buy a book called Killer Groove, because that title <laughs> and that t- concept is too good not yeah. for me to give them my $4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on uh, 268, we're finally getting the Wrong is. Earth trade, so ah. if you had trouble finding that second issue and never completed your run, here you go. On the same page is Goon Bunch of Old Crap, which wins the title <laughs> nice. for my favorite, yeah. wins, wins the award for my favorite title. Um, I read an interview with Powell online where he said that this is the, the stuff he did before the book was with Dark Horse. So it's the yeah. very rough, very indie stuff where he still really hadn't even had a good concept of where he wanted to go with the property. But he said he gets asked a lot for reprints of this. I, the stuff was reprinted at Dark Horse, I think, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But it's out of print now. So he and repackaged yeah, some it. Are, some of these are pretty pricey, too, on the back yeah. market. They are. And I'm going to take a like moment to brag and say, I own all of those issues. And I, <laughs> and I bought them from Eric Powell at a con. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing about being in a comic shop. One of them is that the guys that, like, take such pride in, I own that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's oh, just, yeah. And it's the one of the places that you can be that, that actually is a point of jealousy. You know? right. <laughs> oh, you've got those. When I worked here and Goon was selling fairly well for Dark Horse and people would go on about, I wish I could get those ones for Avatar and I would just quietly slip in, I own those. Yeah. <laughs> and they're signed. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see that with um, a mutual friend of ours who, who has passed, Mike Givens, just the, the swell of his chest yes. being able to t- one of his great hear a conversation across the room I, I own those you know, like that totally unrelated people like, you know? and what do you say back to it right. thanks right <laughs> he just wants you to know he had it oh, yeah. he was very really happy right. that happy you knew that's not what he I was say happier that you knew he owned it than he was that he owned it he yeah. just wanted you to know yeah. frankly sometimes I would want to ask him do you produce it produce it Michael <laughs> Yeah, screenshot or it didn't happen. That's yeah. not that's not what I say in my head when someone tells it. To me. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, two seventy three from uh, what is this American mythology? Uh, we've got uh, the Mark of Zorro nineteen forty nine edition. Apparently, this is reprinting the first Zorro comic from Four Color. Wow, back wow. in the day. So mm-hmm. uh, again, I kind of been cool. skipping over this American mythology stuff with the Zorro, but I'll probably pick that up. Just because that's probably a book I'll never I also get. want to point out how great that uh, red, white, and blue eagle with the Zorro costume next to it is. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. <laughs> I want a book about that guy. <laughs> On uh, 277, uh, Amberly Publishing here is looking out for Mike No oh, with yeah? My Little Ponies collectible. Nice. So <laughs> <laughs> reference book. Right. <laughs> so sort of cataloging some of the old toys and oh, things in yeah. there. So there you go, Mike. Oh, I, can, I can finally know what it is my own. <laughs> Thanks for the reference. On 283, am I excited that they retitled the book Archie and Sabrina? Yes, I am, because I love my Archie comics, and I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Is this a mini? It is. So what it is is that Nick Spencer's run, their big twist when he took over was that they have Sabrina in the Riverdale. Sabrina, if you don't know, lives in Greendale. 
and uh, which is like the sister town to Riverdale. Sabrina transfers to Riverdale, and she and Archie have been dating all summer on the sly. And it has a lot of Betty and Veronica trying to figure out why they haven't seen Archie and where he's been. And it's because Archie's been making out with a witch all summer. And uh, so I guess they are and moving there. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Also, she has magic, so it can end however she wants it to end, probably. Um, people turned into newts. Um, but but uh, this, this is taking place in a monthly right now? Or? Yeah. So it, it actually, they list it as Archie and Sabrina 1. But then if you look down, it says Archie 705. It's, it's oh. just for these five issues. Gotcha. So. I'm super excited about it because I love my Archie comics. On a 312 in the Dynamic Forces section, we've got the, I guess, official solicit here for the Detective Comics 1000 variant by Dan Jurgens and Kevin Nolan, uh, sort of to go along with their Action Comics 1000. I was looking at Newsarama the other day, and they show there's they are up to 80 variants for nice. Detective Comics 1000. I want to bounce back to 308 and point something out for Mike, which uh, this is one of <laughs> Why? Well, this is this is one of those moments where you should probably be aware this is coming out because it's going to be on the news and people are going to okay. come in and ask about uh, it from Devil's uh, Due, yeah. the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez book. Um, if you have seen that on the news, anything, mm -hmm. and there's been plenty yep. of stories about that. That mm -hmm. is the book. If you have not seen the um, fun in the sense that it's like, oh boy, here we go. Mm -hmm. uh, Devils do famously doesn't pay their creators on time. <laughs> and so uh, somebody stirred up a bit of a ruckus on Twitter by telling her, you know, I think it's great that you're getting this comic, not to take anything away from you, but I thought maybe as a workers' rights kind of person, you should know that there are a lot of unpaid freelancers from this company. <laughs> and so then it turned into a whole kerfuffle that other people started chiming in and saying, yes, yeah, I, I didn't get paid. I haven't been paid. Some people. Uh -huh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, Mike, no, bringing the topicality. <laughs> but uh, it turned into, yes, like a little bit of a Me Too thing there were people someone who said that he hadn't been paid for six years <laughs> so i don't know how that'll have an ending to it or anything or if it'll even be addressed but anyway that's something if you are going to want that because there are going to be people who are going to want it for the They're for the historical know. nature yeah probably a thing that you should let mike know about because it's not really a normal stocking kind nope. of thing nope exactly and again, how much is Devils do even doing anymore? Well, not much. Yeah. And, you know, so I guess that's sort of what people said is that they basically resurface whenever Josh Blaylock runs out of money. Oh, and yeah. they, they built creators out of it. Somebody said, in, in that Twitter thread, somebody said, my book just got signed by Devils Do. I wish I'd known this. <laughs> and I thought, oh, oh man, sucks, sucks for oh, you. It's yeah. weird that Tim Seeley's on it, though, then, because, I mean, Tim, he's... Tim Seeley has a has a long-running attachment to Devils Do. Yeah. That's where Hack Slash was published for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, I mean, maybe he's getting paid because right. he's like a legacy creator yeah. for them. On uh, 315 from Famous Monsters of Filmland, we have the Red Sun Kaiju T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, Red Sun Kaiju beanie, which are kind of cool designs yeah. there. But That's why I leaned over. I was like, some, with the what now? Some random monster on there, I guess. Uh, yeah. Whether random. you love Gorgo, Gamera, Ghidorah, or Ryan the Unbelievable. I feel like there's one they're leaving out. Leaving out. No, 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 I don't yeah. think so. I think that's sure? pretty much all of them, right? Yeah, 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 there's about a, one of those guys is a moth, isn't there? One of oh, those yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let him look like him. <laughs> Ooh, what else we got? Oh, on uh, 324, we've got Star Trek The Next Generation USS Enterprise NCC-1701D Illustrated Handbook with uh, schematics and sort of plans of the ship, it looks like. And uh, there's a version that comes with a miniature of the ship, too. On uh, let's see, was this three twenty eight? We've got DC Comics Detective Comics, kind of repetitive. <laughs> the complete covers, volume two. It's actually extra repetitive, right? Yeah. It's Detective Comics, yeah, Comics, Detective, Detective Comics. Comics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
358 as of the point out, issue 50 of Rick and Morty. Who would have oh, thought yeah. that, that could have made it really 50 issues? Right. But yeah, sure enough. So uh, the only place you're getting Rick and Morty these days, right? <laughs> like I said, I think so, yeah. right and I'm, I'm like one of the people who's never, ever watched the show. But... Uh, Okay. <laughs> Two, you're at 50, we're batting 500 there right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm yeah. totally down. <laughs> 250. That's where we are. Because I've watched a half an episode. I tried to watch my wife, and I got a look. And I thought, oh, this isn't for her. And she's very geeky. She'll watch yeah. a whole lot of stuff with me. But she was like, this isn't funny. And so I turned it off rather than inflict it on her. Mm-hmm. Now, go watch them. They're good. <laughs> no, I think I probably would like it. We've got uh, the Karate Kid Pop Classics Illustrated Storybook. So it looks like a kid's book of uh, the Karate Kid story. <laughs> On uh, 368, there's uh, Invasion 1984, which is a reprint of an old uh, British take on War of the Worlds mm-hmm. that apparently is, uh, you know, claims here influenced uh, creators such as Garth Ennis. So that might be something worth checking out. Wasn't that, I think that might have been, was that published through 2008 or something back in the day? I would think so, but I don't know for sure. Say who did it? Either that or oh yeah, John Wagner. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was just saying, I think it's either John Wagner or Alan Grant. Yep. Oh, uh, on three seventy four, we've got Sham number one, Sham Comics, from uh, it looks like Tim Fuller's the writer and various artists. So I guess what he's doing is sort of a mystery science theater take on a uh, golden age public domain comics. So I think he's kind of rescripting some of the stories and things in here. Could be a Funny time, not the first time anyone's done that with indie, indie books, but something to check out. Well, there's a wealth of material you can use, too, which yeah, is really a great and there's idea. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. to be more and more, right. you know. Right. Every day there's more and more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Literally. <laughs> right. On 385 from Two Morrows, we've got uh, back issue number 113, where it looks like they're focusing on the 30th anniversary of Tim Burton's Batman movie. I'm about to back to 383 uh-huh. from Titan. Is, is this? The philosophy of Deadpool. I keep envisioning this as one of those uh, Wisdom of Lobo books where yeah. it's blank on the inside. Well, that's what I, I feel like this should be two pages long. Page one should say shoot stuff, and page two should say eat chimichangas. Or see page one. Book. Yeah, or that too. Yeah. Or page two should say the end. The end yeah. But what it is, I didn't. I, I flipped past and I made a snarky comment to myself and thought, ha, 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 I'll say that on the podcast. But, <laughs> but then I looked at it to see what it was. The whole reason why he's here, folks. <laughs> no, what it was. It's actually kind of a good idea. It's a little bit... Um, like you said, those Wisdom of Lobo things, but if you've ever seen those collections of like the Wisdom of Homer Simpson or the Wisdom of the Comic Book Guy, there's a lot of Simpsons mm-hmm. ones, but there's like some Darth Vader motivational things or whatever. It's one of those books, right? It is a collection of um, original stuff that's supposed to be musings by Wade, but there's also panels from, reprint panels from Deadpool Comics. So if you have a friend, and don't we all have a friend who loves Deadpool but doesn't read comics? Fifteen bucks, there not a bad thing to be like a, a, a gag gift or a fun little thing. I wouldn't encourage it on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> on a three eighty six again from tomorrow's, we've got the Batman Companion, uh, which sort of looks at the silver and bronze age time period of the character. Uh, I bought this when it first came out. It's been out of print for a while. If you're a Batman fan, definitely pick this up. We got oh, a yeah. lot of interviews with old creators, some who have passed since this came out, and uh, they don't care anymore. They're telling you what happened. <laughs> They're telling you what the beefs are. Uh, nobody speaks too highly of Bob Kane in this. 
surprise surprise yeah but just uh some real honesty you know that you don't get a lot anymore from creators you know about what happens behind the scenes so it's definitely worth checking out just for the sort of historical aspects of it on the same page modern masters mark schultz Mm -hmm. i just love mark schultz that's all i'm throwing up he's (laughs) a great artist uh my one of my favorite artists of all times al williamson and mark schultz is about as close as you can get in the modern Mm -hmm. era on the the next page on 388 i'm going to go ahead and represent for my famous valiant fandom and say (laughs) that i am so freaking excited for fallen world i shouldn't be it probably won't be good i don't know i'll probably be disappointed but you give me cybernetic ninjas in an alternate future and i'm gonna buy it well they deserve to be mentioned if for no other reason than on 389 there is a special fallen world one through five bundle only available to comic shops yes and you have to pre-order them like now so if you want to get that full series limited to just comic book shops put me in for an order because i want one So yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. This, this is okay, this is I'm a, never sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. I'm saying, well, please order had, me. We've had some experiences the, at the store where you got a yeah, the Fallen yeah. World one through five pre-order edition <laughs> bundle. I'll go ahead and prepay for it. Oh, that, no, if it's a big no, deal. No, that's that's it. This is a thing that Valiant actually does fairly um, mm-hmm. often for their for their bigger books. They did it. They started it with when they uh, with Exo Man Wars relaunch mm-hmm. uh, three years ago or so, and they do this fairly often. Uh, that you can get pre-order bundles that have a variant cover that's only available through the pre-order, and then they have like script pages and sketch mm-hmm. pages and stuff at the end, and some extra things. And they don't collect those in the trades either. They just um, it's only for the pre-order copies. Yeah, I think all five issues are a special cover, mm-hmm. and it's the yeah. um, oh, yeah. it's the Dave. Is it the David Mack? It's David Mack, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did. He did some early Daredevil covers that were really, really good. Yeah, if you ever seen David Mack art, you can't think of things that would look better from him than um, Cyborg Ninjas <laughs> in the future. So, so it's kind of the return of David Mack. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Four eighteen. Well, the- hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. Three ninety, uh, three ninety three. Again, Valiant uh, Ninja or Ninja K. Excuse me. Joins the one dollar books. So they got they're reprinting the first Ninja issue of Ninja K for a buck. Now, go ahead. Well, we also have some Ninjack in the dollar books here, too. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I don't need, guys. <laughs> uh, so in the manga section on page 418 from Udon, we've got uh, the Art of Darksiders 2 hardcover. So if you want to know what Joe Madureira has been up to, uh, he's been working on games. So there's probably some cool designs and kind of character sketches and things in there. If you're a fan of his work or the games, might be something cool to check out. We're ready to flip. Yeah. Yep. You got anything else? I'm done with that side. All right. See so if I can get over, to that side. Going over to the swipe, <laughs> swipe, 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 swipe. Going to the merchandise section. Uh, I got something on 37, if I can find 37. Well, on 16, we've got the DC Comics Gallery Deluxe uh, Dark Knight oh, yeah. Returns That's Batman nice. and Robin PVC diorama. Mm-hmm. So a little more than the PV stuff usually yeah. is, but again, you got two figures, two figures and kind of a rooftop base there that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, page 19 there, of course, is the, uh, the Marvel comic premiere Green Goblin resin statue. So this is one of their higher ends, but still reasonably priced for a resin statue. 150 bucks. A nice Green Goblin sculpted by Claiborne Moore, who uh, is pretty fantastic. So going to be getting one of those for the shop. So check it out when it's here. On uh, 23, we've got the DC Comics Vinnie Mates vinyl figures. And here we've got a Batman Damned, Batman White Knight, and Batman Who Laughs mm-hmm. that you can get, which are all appropriate <laughs> for that style. <laughs> yeah. 
It doesn't need to be censored. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. Maybe they'll be the variant. <laughs> they'll be like a little paint swatch that comes <laughs> out in the wrong spot on that really first dark. one. Yeah. <laughs> think if you squint, you can <laughs> see it. Yeah. If you hold it up in ultraviolet light, <laughs> right. look, there it is. <laughs> Uh, you guys they, didn't get to chasing Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> I got an eBay and I tracked one down. <laughs> Page 34, uh, Eagle Boss and their ever-expanding lines of ever-expanding lines <laughs> is uh, <laughs> the bus line this night time. A couple more offerings from the 66 TV show with a particularly good Cesar Romero. Yeah, that looks really nice. It really is nice. Can you see his mustache? Uh, I'm sure they can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, can you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I think just, they're, they're pretty good about putting that on the yeah. merchandise. Okay. Yeah. People expect it at this point. Yeah. Okay. Page 37, we have the DC Comics by Jim Shore figurines. Mm. I don't understand this. Yeah. Jim Shore is some guy who does Christmas things that should only be like limited to QVC. He does Disney stuff. And he does some Disney stuff, too. But it's like, I'm terrified my mother is going to learn about this series and I'm going to get all of these. <laughs> um, well, let me tell you, my wife knows about them. We've got a whole lot of Disney <laughs> stuff in our... Not that I should... Uh, no, let's not make it sound like it's just my wife. But we do have some stuff that was solely for her. Mm-hmm. Wow, I really wish you hadn't mentioned that because now I kind of want those yeah. Jim DC <laughs> figures. And I'm like, do I need six $60 figures? Yeah. No, I don't. But do well, I want them? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't think they look that good. It's, I don't know. I don't. I yeah. feel like they should have shown Real better soft. pictures yeah. of them. Yeah. That Aquaman sucks. Yeah, the, the Aquaman's really, really, really bad. His yeah. eyes are and just like how, like how, how big are they is going to be the real thing, right? Uh, okay, eight, well, here's eight and a half. Eight, eight seven, seven, eight and a half. Yeah, so action figure, a little bigger action figure scale. So. Uh, so right next to that, though, we've got the Wonder Woman yes. Linda Carter cape variant maquette, which mm-hmm. looks pretty nice. It yeah. looks like a decent likeness, too. Yeah, this is a tweeter head, and, of course, I'm sure it's sculpted by Trevor, Trevor Grove, who's yep. about yep. the best likeness guy in the sculpting business these days. He did a lot of stuff for Sideshow. And uh, right below it is the, uh, the classic DC Heroes Green Lantern. I'm sure this is in their Superpowers line. They haven't mentioned that, but, again, it's tweeter head. So it is money you know i mean they're not cheap but they're they're really one of my go-to statue people as i've been but saying they, with yeah, for how really big nice. that is and the base yeah that's really not that bad yeah and the although bay, please note scheduled to ship in january 2020 oh, yeah wow and you'll be lucky to get it then yeah but the thing that does concern me about that is is that base super cool but those clear resins are really not very durable yeah. so oh, yeah. there's a lot of chance for some breakage in that do you get but i'll mar- be taking a shot do you get marbling in that stuff no it is crystal is clear it? yeah okay, it, it's nice. pretty amazing yeah on uh 41 we've got marvel Legends six inch ultimate action figures and we have deadpool with his scooter and professor x with his 90s gold chair <laughs> yeah which apparently looks like it comes in two pieces and you have to snap it together i guess but is that have they done a Marvel Legends Professor X with the chair before? With that chair? Uh, you know, I don't... There was a Professor there X was chair something last, like, last previews, or you had oh, something? Yeah. Well, there's, oh, the, yeah. there's the statue. Oh, the statue. The only thing I think of was back in the day when uh, Toy Biz made the figures. I think there yeah. was a Professor X in the chair. But it was like oh, all back one, in the 90s. Yeah, like all yeah. in one piece. Right. But that's but like Marvel Legends scale. No, I don't think so. All the movie figures had like the more standard wheelchair, you know, or the movie version. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then on right the next now, there's somebody screaming at their, at their uh, car. Oh, yeah. They're like, they totally made yeah. one. The legend's line. Deal, deal with it's exquisite. <laughs> uh, after that, we've got the Car- Captain Marvel, Marvel Legends, six-inch action figures. Uh, and the lineup kind of makes sense, except for the gray gargoyle. <laughs> Does he have a history with Captain Marvel? Sure. Is it just yeah. they, they, needed, they needed another character to pad out that wave, I guess? 
we, maybe he's the after credits. Oh, oh man, spoilers. Oh, oh man. Uh, they've got to save him for... Yeah, they should have that one out. If that's a spoiler and he's actually in that comic costume in the movie, <laughs> I will stand up and applaud. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> he's got blue boots and gloves. Yeah. yeah. Bring it. Uh, we've got back scratch and wharf again on the yeah. next page. <laughs> uh, Mini Masters figure. Uh, on page forty nine, going into the Funko section. Anybody got anything before that? No, I think the one hundred two. So, uh, so we've yep. got the next next wave of DC nope. Primal Age action figures. <laughs> I like those two. And uh, these are figures done in sort of the eighties He Man barbarian action figure style um the first wave was exclusive to amazon apparently had a lot of production problems so uh they've released them to target stores now where they've supposedly fixed these but now it looks like this wave will be available to most retail outlets and different online stores and things uh whole bunch of pops of course Mm -hmm. on 52 and 53 we've got uh some new batman ones coming out for the 80th anniversary yeah, we've got like a first appearance and an 89 Michael Keaton version. <laughs> also, so, I really like that Dr. Seuss, but man, I wish I hadn't learned some things about Dr. Seuss recently. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, right above that, we got Colonel Sanders. And again, that's a whole line right there. You could have all the different Colonel Sanders pops figures <laughs> oh, yeah. now. What do you, you mean do? You do you mean different Colonel Sanders? <laughs> right. well, I've only seen guy, the right? real Colonel Sanders. <laughs> you have RoboCop Colonel Sanders <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do like the Batman rides, the yeah. 80th anniversary in the Batmobile, the 50s Batmobile. That's pretty awesome. On uh, 57, we've got uh, another Rick and Morty Pickle Rick. Again, another kind of pushing what a pop is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> a pop is anything that's produced by Funko. Yeah. <laughs> that that thing that somebody will buy. <laughs> Page 57, everything. the long-rumored Office Pops yeah. from the Office America Pops. So, yeah, we're getting some... Getting Jim, Pam, Dwight, of course. You know. oh, oh, yeah. that's Office, office space. space. I was like, why is Milton in there? <laughs> there you go. It's just like, I'm like, why are we choosing to do, you know, yeah. Jim as Dwight before we get a real Jim? And then I realize Office Space. Yeah. Uh, Never, mind. Never mind. Scratch that. Oh, man. Jim well, that will be edited be from, the, from the final yeah, podcast. Be <laughs> totally going to be a variant pop, and people are going to freak out. <laughs> Bears, beats. Battlestar yeah. <laughs> Galactica. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I know we like to joke about it with the Funko in general, but I saw a thing where, where they were talking to Forbes and claimed to have over a thousand licenses. Wow. <laughs> so that's not a I joke. That's it. real. Every month when I, I figure say, out how to spend my IRA, IRA money on stocks, <laughs> I think about buying a buttload of Funko. Well, it's still pretty cheap, and I think... I could buy a lot of Funko right now. I'm always worried that I'm later going to be like, I took a bath on that Funko. The rumor was that by now they would have gone public or like had some other or like buyout thing. Yeah. You know, and I guess it hasn't happened. I can't believe they only have a thousand licenses. Well, they said over. They said over. As much stuff as they put out. They have one license coming that matters to me. I'm so freaking excited they are making cheers pops and i must have my cheers pops and it doesn't matter how many times i tweet at them and ask they just won't give me my bruce springsteen in the east street band pops i don't want them i want them so bad that's gotta come though you know it's coming because have they announced or i know it's in their files that are hidden away of like rolling stones pops files. yeah so yeah so i mean like i get why there's not beatles pops or whatever they're like i ain't paying for that license Uh but come on come on what is it the pop rocks or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. uh, every time they announce another wave i'm like springsteen springsteen oh (laughs) 
<laughs> on uh, 92, we've got Godzilla King of the Monsters, SH uh, Monster Arts action figure. So this is from the upcoming movie, and I think this is the first kind of clear look we've had at Godzilla from that. Godzilla, never heard of him. Right. I've never heard of Red <laughs> Sun Kaiju. <laughs> right. uh, then on 96, for Scott, we've got the Aquaman Mafex action figure. Ooh. Really good likeness there. Of Jason Momoa, the one true Aquaman. I just threw up a little uh, bit in my mouth. Let me get $120. Better be, and I don't think they list scale on there. <laughs> if you listen to, if anybody but me listens to Kevin Smith's uh, Fat Man on Batman slash Fat Man Beyond, and that man loved Aquaman. He said yeah. it was everything you would want from a movie. And of course, he did sound really, really high when he did his review. <laughs> and then I kept thinking to myself, how high are you? Because if you were pretty high, I bet Aquaman would be really fun. Yeah, lots and in the next episode, yeah. right, look at the colors. <laughs> oh, oh my God, look at all those things coming out of the water. I'm hungry. <laughs> He's spinning the trident. <laughs> There's lava. Look at the octopus playing right. the drums. They're kissing while people die. That's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, but then the next episode, Mark Bernardin was back and he kind of ripped him a hole over that when he was like, I'll stop ripping on this if you let me rip on Aquaman. <laughs> And I applauded in my car as I drove. <laughs> I got something on 102. Well, I think everybody's got something everybody's on 102. On 102, yeah. 102 uh, is the Infinity Gauntlet cookie jar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I bought one of these. No lie, I bought this for my boss for his birthday. <laughs> and he was so freaking happy about it. And it's and really it, cool. And it is. I, I bought it for cool. him not knowing. I had just heard about it. Uh, Bleeding Cool ran a thing that was back in stock on Diamond. I think they had done a run of it um, when Infinity War came out. And it sold out like immediately. And they did a new print run. And Bleeding Cool had a thing that was like, go to your shop and order it now. I don't know how long it's going to be available. And I texted Mike literally right then. Please order this for me right now. Uh, and it came in. And my boss loved it. It is sitting on the island in his kitchen right now. But one little caveat for McGeeks, the gems are not in the right order. <laughs> and I saw it and I was like, oh man, I hope, because my boss loves Thanos, and I was like, please don't let him notice that the gems are wrong, because I noticed that the gems are wrong. Your job. He'll totally notice. No, he would want me to help him take them off and reassemble them, like you're doing a Rubik's Cube and you peel the stickers, like, we're going to make this right. Uh, because the one that's there on the back of the hand is differently sized, than this, so you can't even do it. Um, but he didn't notice, and it's really cool. Totally, totally worth your 40 bucks. I have to say, much larger than you think it would be. Yeah, too. it is. Uh, page one hundred and two. We yes. have these Marvel felt mm-hmm. letterboard wall arts. That's mm-hmm. Captain America, Spider Man, and Iron Man. There's a real, real simple uh, a pattern. You very can graphic. I, now I don't know if it comes with like they're supposed to be able to like stick letters on them. It doesn't yeah. say that the, any letters come with it. Oh, I, oh, I mean, um, but those are pretty common because those are like the menu boards. Yeah, like they have at yeah. Restaurants and stuff like that, you know. And then also on one hundred and four, yeah, they have DC it for Netflix. yeah, they have four for DC: Batman, Flash, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So I thought those were kind of they're not they're very cool. Yeah, they're not very big though. I you would think they would be larger, but they're like thirteen by eighteen. All, all I thought when I saw those was, man, those would have been really great to have when I was a kid. But then my brother would have just taken them off and badly spelled "you suck" yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> on there, like, every time it would come, it have been like you know, mm-hmm. eat my farts. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, stop messing with my Batman board. <laughs> but this would be kind of cool. I'm thinking about getting some for the store, you know, put like mm-hmm. the prices for the yeah. supplies. Oh, on. that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Just yeah. kind of stuff like that. So. <laughs> and then I will come in and make it say, eat my farts. <laughs> 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 Mike will be like, Matt, again. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Martin. Shake my fist skyward. Oh. <laughs> 
On a 110, we've got Tales from the Crypt, Old Witch enamel pin. Oh, uh, have yeah. they done any of these before? No. Is this the first one? Because it the is first one I've seen. sort of like how they're featured on the cover with oh, them that's you so know, cool. in the circle there. Yeah, I need so. that. I just have a random thing on 108, which is that there is a Magic the Gathering backpack that has organizing pockets. It has internal <laughs> dividers for Magic cards, and it has the Planeswalker logo on the back. And I don't play Magic I anymore, that. but I, I did for a long time mm -hmm. when I was growing up. When, when Magic was first being printed, I played for years. And uh, I looked at that and I thought, oh man. If I could go back to 1998, <laughs> 1998, Matt would love that. And then I saw that it's $90, and because I'm almost 40, I thought, I'm going to pay $90 for a backpack. <laughs> but I guess it is what nice backpacks are not cheap, right? Uh, so, and you get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Old man yells at Cloud. Also, backpack is $90. <laughs> On a 113, with the supplies, we've got uh, offered again the DC Comics Starro uh, Justice League box and a Marvel... Uh, Hulk, mm -hmm. you know, by Alex Ross there, which both look pretty nice. Uh, on one fourteen, we've got the N NES game cartridge coasters <laughs> and some uh, Super Nintendo ones. Dude, there is a. I, I'm just leaning over on Dan's because I hadn't seen this. There is a ceramic Donkey Kong barrel <laughs> mug. That's pretty and, awesome. Oh my god, I need that. <laughs> and the, the you know Link Hylian Shield thing is fine too, but it just looks like a silver mug. There's no way you'd know what that is. But the big DK on a barrel is great. And mm -hmm. if I drank coffee, I would get it. And oh my god, I need those Super Nintendo coasters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> on a 119 in the game section, we've got some more uh, Rick and Morty. We've got Operation Rick and Morty Anatomy Park. Board game. <laughs> so if you're a fan of that episode. What I want to know is, is that game going to have the horrifying thing that none of us realized as a kid, which is that the guy being operated on is wide awake and oh, staring yeah. at you? <laughs> sure. Because I never noticed that as a kid, and somebody pointed that out the other day, and I thought, oh, that's really grim. Like, yeah. he's staring at me while I pull his ribs out or whatever, yeah. yeah. Really messed up. I think that's all I had for this catalog. Well, the only blank covers I saw this time were Batman and the Outsiders 1, uh, Savage Avengers 1, Star Wars uh, 108, and Red Sonja and Vampirella meet Betty and Veronica 1. Also has a blank cover. So uh, There was some other crazy indie book that I noticed had one, and I don't remember what it was. Okay. Well, that's well, not much But, yeah, so, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, that'll be something Scott can bring up. Yeah, yeah. so I, I missed <laughs> it. So I missed it, so sorry. So there was probably there was one more in there someplace. Somewhere, so at least one more in there. We so. dare you. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for the monthly trip yeah. through the previews catalog. I hope you enjoyed it. And if there's anything you heard that you want to get more information on or possibly place a pre-order, give us a call here at the store at 618-457-6011. Stop in, of course, 816B East Main Street right here in the heart of Carbondale. Uh, message us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, do all that good stuff. Um, Scott? Uh, Scott Reed. You can find me at birdcomics.com, B-U-R-G comics.com. It's... Uh we're recording on what is today march 6th yeah march so 6th. uh march 16th so 10 days from now i will be at the dyersburg comic and pop culture con in uh, dyersburg tennessee first convention of the year i'll be set up there so if you happen to hear this and are in the area stop by and dan brown you can find me online at detective 651 and here at the store on saturdays and Matt Martin, you can find me at Wookie Copilot on everything, <laughs> including, including Xbox Live, frankly. <laughs> so uh, I think my name is Wookie Copilot on every single thing. W-O-O-K-I-E-E-C-O-P-I-L-O-T. Um, not that I'm 
you know, yeah, soliciting followers. Yeah, I mean, just going to yeah. join the group. Everybody Although that's where you can go to tell me you suck, Matt. Don't come on the podcast again. <laughs> you your filth, uh, board. Right. <laughs> you, you ruined the super dynamic of that show. I mean, it's, it's a trio. Uh, balance of power is shifted. There you go. <laughs> anyway, well, we hope, uh, like I say, you enjoyed this, and talk to you soon.